0: This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. This is where we talk about all things Pokemon, from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio podcast. Trainers, my name is Austin. Thank you very much for downloading today's episode and listening in. Now, um, if you'd like to email me to, you know, just talk to me about Pokemon, you can always do so. You can email me to feedback at pokedexradio.com or you can uh, message me on Facebook at facebook.com slash pokedexradio uh, to comment on today's show notes. Uh, you can go to pokedexradio.com slash 57, that's 5-7, um, to see all the notes from today's episode, the links, everything that we have uh, for today. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the first Pokemon X and Y reviews uh, from some of the companies that were able to go ahead and test the games before the release. And I have a few final updates about the new games before they come out this weekend. So I'm pretty excited, especially seeing all the reviews Um, that they were all pretty good. So let's go ahead and talk about that first. Um, But just again, to find all the links for today's episode and all the show notes, you can go to pokedexradio.com slash 57. Now, the first thing we're going to be talking about today are the reviews that came out for Pokemon X and Pokemon Y over the past week uh, for uh, the the reviews for the new game. So um, overall, everybody seems to be enjoying this game you know, in a kind of a roundabout way to to say it. Um, Let's say a a review from Joystick by, uh, by the writer named Ernest uh, Cavalli. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing any of these names, but Ernest Cavalli of Joystick claimed that Pokemon X and Y are quote, the best looking Pokemon games to date. And also that quote, Pokemon X and Y is hands down the best in the series he also mentioned something else about it being some uh, the best game, the best Pokemon game ever. And this gets me really excited to see stuff like this. I mean, come on. I thought, you know, of course, we all have the nostalgia of the first Pokemon games being some of the better Pokemon games, um, just because most of us when we were playing were so young. So, of course, we have that nostalgia effect on a lot of the old games um myself, I always mention I started playing Pokemon when I was eight years old. My first game was Pokemon Blue, and I had a blue Game Boy Pocket. From there I bought Pokemon um I didn't buy it, I was my parents bought it for me, I was eight years old, come on. From there I got Pokemon Red, and then afterwards I got a Pokemon uh I got a Game Boy color and Pokemon Yellow, and then it was just free for all from there. Um I got pretty much every Pokemon game in existence practically, uh with uh, with the exception of a few. But still, you know, the best Pokemon, uh, the best looking Pokemon games to date, I can, t- I can understand that. But hands down, the best Pokemon, best game in the, in the series, crazy. Uh, also, uh, Patricia Hernandez of uh, Kotaku uh, said that you're in for a treat with the new games. Uh, quote, you're in for a treat. Um, uh, the title of even her review for the article, for her, um, uh, the, the title of the article that she wrote is called Pokemon X and Y is Everything You Wanted. Uh, Pokemon to be as a kid that's insane because I I don't know how old uh, uh, Patricia Hernandez from Kotaku is but I'm pretty sure she's maybe in her mid-twenties you know maybe a little bit later I don't know but for her to say something like that everything Pokemon you uh, everything you wanted Pokemon to be as a kid is is definitely a good announcement to say you know these Pokemon games will be absolutely amazing even to the older trainers And I know there's like the whole thing online of, you know, there's a bunch of people they call themselves or I think I don't know who calls them that the Gen 1ers who don't like hearing anything else about Generation 2 and beyond because they're all like, you know, the original 150 Pokemon. I don't know why they say 150 because originally there was actually 151 Pokemon because they always leave out Mew for some reason. Even though Mew was in the code of the game, Mew is a Gen 1 Pokemon, but whatever, let's not get into that. But still, those people who are like, you know, Pokemon is not Pokemon unless it's Gen 1. I I don't get it. Games evolve. That's the whole point of Pokemon. You catch them all, you train your Pokemon, and you evolve them. I I don't know, whatever. So um, as well, uh, from IGN, Jose Otero, uh, he writes that Game Freak has really outdone itself this time. Uh, like I said before, honestly, this really excites me um to see all of these positive reviews um I believe somebody else I forgot who wrote who wrote uh, one of these other articles um was said that you know it's not exactly the most creative out of the Pokemon games, but it's still very good um can't remember where he was from, who said that, or whatever, but anyways, I thought it was really amazing to see all of these great reviews of the Pokemon game. I'm excited to see what comes out. You know, what actually comes this weekend. The games, uh, well, I'm recording this on Wednesday, so it's three days um, until Pokemon X and Y comes out. So you'll be hearing this on Thursday if you download the episode right away. Um, but anyways, from seeing the, the reviews, I think all Pokemon trainers, old Pokemon trainers like myself, and new Pokemon trainers like maybe some of you are who are just picking up the Pokemon games for the very first time, will enjoy Pokemon X and Y. I'm really hoping to enjoy this game. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not expect I'm not trying to give myself high expectations of this game, but I enjoy every Pokemon game regardless. So, I'm that kind of person, you know, like not to put down Apple people or anything like that or those who really enjoy Apple products, but that's how I feel they are. They're going to enjoy it regardless. However much it costs, however bad it is, no offense. But that's how I am with Pokemon, so I I get it. Um, But anyways, so those were some of the initial X and Y reviews that have come out. I mean, there's been others from other websites as well, but I just picked the three that really stood out to me from um, Joystick, Kotaku, and IGN, because those are just the ones that I read. Um, But still, all around so far good ratings, and um, some of the articles as well mention that they will, they will um, re- rewrite their, um, their review once the game comes out, because of course they didn't want to give out a lot of spoilers or anything, and we're actually going to be talking about some of the things that they talked about later on in this episode, um, but yeah, so before we get into that, let's see if I do, I'm doing this right, yeah, before we get into that, let's get into this. Alright, so if you're looking to shop on Amazon for video games and Pokemon merchandise, instead of going straight through Amazon, you could visit my Amazon store at pokedexradio.com store. Now here I've compiled many different games and consoles, and I'm always adding more. Of course, all Pokemon related. Now using my store will help support the podcast. It won't cost you anything more than you would normally pay on Amazon. Now you use Amazon to buy things all the time anyway, so why not just buy through my affiliate store and help me out? Now to visit my store, you can go to pokedexradio.com/store. and I also recently added all of the Pokemon movies that have been released in English so far. Um, so yeah, go ahead and get, go ahead and check that out at pokedexradio.com/store. So that was the first time I ever did that. That was cool. I found some music that I could do, uh, do with that. Uh, for that. Anyway, so yeah, pokedexradio.com slash store. Please go ahead and check it out. And thank you for those who've actually been using the store. And I recently added the movies. Um, Like I just said, uh, I know one person uh, he calls himself the king of the Magikarp. Really cool guy. I don't have his email in front of me. I gotta pull out my phone to read emails. Um, But he he requested that I go ahead and I put the the Pokemon movies up there. I went ahead and I did that and he bought a couple of them. So thank you, uh, the king of the Magikarp. The king of the Magikarp, excuse me. Uh, for going ahead and uh, purchasing some of those movies um, from my store. And as well, I've noticed people are pre-ordering X, pre-ordering Y, so I'm really happy to see that. So thank you for those of you who are using the Pokedex Radio store. All right, so now let's talk about uh, some of the last updates for Pokemon X and Y that I'm going to tell you before the games come out. All right, so these are, might be some spoilers from these reviewers, so if you don't want to hear them, lower your volume for like 10 minutes or just skip ahead for like 10 minutes until so you hear that little jingle music again. Cause I'm going to do it again in a minute. All right. So the first, let's see, what did I write here then? Uh, some of the first things, uh, first of all, last week, two new fairy type Pokemon were announced. The first one is called uh slurpuff, which is the evolution of the Pokemon swirlix. Uh, it's has an, ex- um, this Pokemon has an extremely strong sense of smell over 100 million times as strong as humans. Now, Swirlix, uh, like I said, is a fairy type. Uh, he's two feet, uh, two feet seven inches tall, and weighs eleven pounds. Slurpuff has the ability Sweet Veil, and is considered the meringue Pokemon. Uh, and also, there was some other information about this Pokemon that you know chefs like to use this Pokemon because it's able to smell different things, and it's it helps out the chefs or something like that. I think it was, I thought it was interesting. Uh, another fairy type Pokemon. Um, that was announced last week was the evolution of Spritzy, uh, called Aromatis. I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Aromatisse can ex- uh, can exude various smells ranging from the pleasant fragrance to a uh, ranging from a pleasant fragrance uh, to a repugnant odor used in combat. It is also two foot seven uh, inches tall and weighs thirty four point two pounds. It has the ability Healer and is considered the fragrance Pokemon. Now, some of the information, okay, that was last week. Again, some of the information revealed by the reviewers of these games, and I only have a few of them uh, that I picked out from the articles, Um, but Granbull is now considered a fairy-type Pokemon. Uh, Now, um, it wasn't exactly um, confirmed whether it was half normal, half fairy, or fairy all the way. I don't know, Um, but we'll see once the game comes out. Another thing, which I thought was really interesting here, while exploring caves, wild Pokemon will no longer just ambush you. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping the whole Zubat thing is over. It's been how many generations now we still, every two steps Zubat, every step Zubat, every step Zubat, or, you know, any woobat, whatever the new bat Pokemon is. But encounters are now uh, confined to specifically darkened areas, similar to the way grass works. So you're walking in the field, right? And then you walk into grass and then you can encounter a Pokemon only when you're walking through the tall grass. But now in caves, if you walk into specifically darkened areas and then, uh, then you'll encounter Pokemon. But if you encounter areas that are, I guess, um, you know, lighter or have lights, you know, shining on it, you won't be able, uh, they, Pokemon won't come out and attack you and stuff. So I thought this was really good. I actually really enjoy this. Uh, Something that I mentioned many episodes ago, certain moves are now two types. I'm not sure exactly how this works, but I thought it was interesting that we have, I don't know if it's dual type moves that they do both fire and ice or whatever, just as an example, but, um, or maybe you can choose which type of move you would like to uh, choose the type when you attack. We'll see. Uh, the Eiffel tower in, uh, Lumois city. I'm going to pronounce it that way. I pronounced it that way episodes ago, so I'm going to do it again that way. Um, The Eiffel Tower uh, replica in uh, the new region is actually the gym from that city, Uh, Lumois City or Lumois City, whatever. I know it's supposed to be like French, so I'll say Lumois. All right. Uh, There's also another gym that looks like a skate park, which makes sense because now instead of having a bicycle, you have a, a pair of skates instead of running or actually, I think you can run from the very beginning, but now you can skate as well. So having a gym that actually looks like a skate park seems interesting. Uh, Let's see what else. Uh, Pokemon and me provides in-battle bonuses, like a high critical hit ratio, um, a higher evasiveness, things like that, which is interesting to see that we actually have uh, something that can influence the games um, on this side. It's I guess you can call it like a side quest type of thing to help you out while battling within the game. I think that's really interesting. I really like that. No longer it's just, you know, just battling. Of course we have all these other mechanics and everything with battling, but now it's not just, you know, let me let me go EV training, let me go Ivy your breed on the side to make my Pokémon more effective in battle, but as well having you know this type of uh mechanic of this Pokémon and me stuff providing, you know, cool little in-battle bonuses. Uh, And the last one I have here written on the site uh, is your party Pokemon don't need to be holding, don't need to hold the experience share for it to work. It can be turned on and off from your bag, and it also distributes experience to your entire team, as I previously mentioned uh, in episodes, a couple episodes ago. So that's cool. Uh, Because honestly, I don't remember how experience, uh, experience share worked back in Gen 1, I really don't remember because there was no hold items if you remember. Uh hold items didn't come into play until Gen 2. So I don't remember exactly how it worked, but uh when you're you can turn on and off the experience share and it, it shares experience through all of your excuse me, through all of your party pokemon. So I really like that. Um we're going back to that. It, it's good and it's bad at the same time if you're trying to specifically raise, you know, a certain pokemon. But regardless, I think it's an awesome thing that they're doing. Uh, for for the Pokemon uh, for the Pokemon games and there's there's a lot more things, but I don't want to go over everything. I want to wait till the games come out. I really want to be excited when these come out, and I might even do a special episode this Saturday um, for the games. I don't know. I'm definitely gonna take a lot of pictures and maybe put them up on the site, maybe even on the Facebook. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm really excited to see these games come out. I, I there's nothing more I can say of, about my excitement of these games. Let's see what else do I have here. Um, uh, let's see. We already, we already talked about, uh, Swirlix and Spritzy. We talked about a lot of the new stuff. Let's see. We let need go into Bulbapedia. Okay. Bulbapedia also talks about a new location, uh, called Glittering Cave. Um, it's filled with glittering gems and flash is not needed, uh, anymore. At least not in Glittering Cave. Uh, here the camera is fixed behind the avatar. So behind the character, and wild Pokemon jump out of the darkness uh, towards the camera. That's that's interesting. Um, okay, but that's it. I don't want to go over anymore. The game's come out in a couple of days. If you're listening to this after uh, October 12th, the game lore is already out for you. You're seeing a lot of this awesome, amazing stuff. But if you're downloading this episode before you go out and purchase the game, or even before, uh, like, let's say, October 10th is... is When the episode comes out, if you're downloading this on the 11th or earlier in the the day on the 12th, you'll be seeing this stuff soon. I'm really excited uh, to see these new games. Um, Okay, one last thing from Patricia uh, Patricia Hernandez of Kotaku. She also hinted at the existence of a uh, a fairy ground-type Pokemon. I don't know what that means exactly. Uh, Maybe we're going to have a new... Obviously, this might be a new Pokemon. I'm hoping it's not going to be a... um, a retyped Pokemon, but I don't know what she meant by that. Alright, so uh, that is pretty much it for all of the new information for all of these Pokemon games. It seems like this episode might be a little short this time uh, because honestly, it's been about 18 minutes and we're almost done with all of this stuff today. I really just wanted to get out a lot of this information. Just as quickly as possible, so I can get it to you before the games come out. Of course, the episode comes out every Thursday, but I just wanted to get this to you. Just relay all of this information because it is awesome. But, all right, now let's get into uh, the next part of our show. Ooh, another advertisement. So, now for the listeners of the Pokedex Radio podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download along with a free 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com slash pokedex radio again that is audibletrial.com slash pokedex radio for your free audiobook and your opportunity to support the show for free they have over one hundred thousand titles to choose from and you can download you get one free credit to download whatever book you want uh, as long as they have it on their service, of course. But they have so many different books there; um, it's just amazing. I don't have a, an exact book to re- recommend because I know many of you read different types of books. So go ahead, check it out. Again, AudibleTrial.com/PokedexRadio to get your free audiobook today. So how was that? Another ad with special little music. Um, But anyways, now let's get into the Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? The Pokemon of the episode today is Pokemon number 542, um, Livani. Now, if I could have pulled it up, I don't know why I didn't do this before. There you go. So, uh, Livani is a bug and grass type Pokemon. It is from Generation 5. It... Is It stands at 3 feet 11 inches tall, which is 1.2 meters, uh, and weighs 45.2 pounds, which is 20.2 kilograms. Um, Levani originally, it, it evolves from Siwaddle. Siwaddle evolves into Swadloon at level 20, and then Swadloon, afterwards, evolves into Levani with a high happiness rating, with, uh, with a high happiness count. Now, if you're into numbers, the happiness count has to be 220, which I don't know exactly what the maximum is, but of course, as long as you're using your Pokemon, you're giving it items, you're giving it, you know, whatever, you're treating it nicely, you're not letting it faint all the time. Of course, it'll have a high happiness rating after a while, but let's see more information about Levani. Where are you? Uh Uh-oh. Well, I don't know exactly what happened, but it looks like Serebii is down at the moment while I'm recording. I should have had this pulled up beforehand, but whatever. So I went and I found the information for Levani. anyways. I just went through Bulbapedia. Same thing. Okay, so uh, Levani is considered the nurturing Pokemon. It has the abilities either Swarm or Chlorophyll or the hidden ability Overcoat. So Swarm, what it does... It, uh, when a Pokémon with Swarm uses a Bug-type move, the power will increase by 1.5 times if the user has less than or equal to one third of its maximum HP remaining. So it's very similar to the moves uh, that a lot of the star- the uh, the abilities that a lot of the starter Pokémon have. Um, man, I can't remember the exact names of them now. But Swarm is one of those moves that give you um, you know helps your Pokémon in a pinch. Uh, it ups bug moves in a pinch, powers up bug moves in a pinch, you know, things like that. Uh, Its second hidden ability it could have is called Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll, what it does during battle is, during sunny weather, this speed stat of Pokemon with this ability doubles. And this effect lasts until the sunny weather ends. So that's good. You have a extremely fast Pokemon here uh, that you could potentially use. Um, and its hidden ability of Overcoat... What it does is, uh, in battle, po- uh, a Pokemon with Overcoat does not take damage from weather conditions like Sandstorm and Hailstorm. Which is really good, uh, because, you know, getting that extra little bit of damage every, every move, especially when you're, you know, maybe in competitive battling, you know, every HP, every hit point counts, honestly, it really does, um, with competitive battling. And I don't do that much competitive battling um, I did at one point in time, you know, try getting into it, but it wasn't exactly my cup of tea. Plus, it takes forever to EV train and IV breed and stuff like that, so it's not exactly my favorite thing to do. But definitely, I love getting into uh, into battles whenever I can. Whenever I finally actually sit down to play my game. All right, so let's get into Levani's base stats. It Has a HP base out of seventy five. Attack 103, defense 80, special attack 70, special defense 70, speed of 92. That this Pokemon is actually surprisingly decent, uh, looking at its attack of 103 and its speed of 92. It's faster than a Gyarados. And I know a lot of people like base their speed off of Gyarados for some reason because it's so, you know, one of the better uh, Pokemon. Obviously, he has a huge weakness to electric types, but still, regardless. Um, so an extremely strong attacking Pokemon, especially with something like, um, it's, uh, it's swarm ability. It gets stabbed, it gets swarm, you know, or if you use chlorophyll, you know, it has a high speed already. So it, it's, it's really good. Um, you know, maybe, i um, not exactly into the whole, you know, competitive battling as much, uh, at least not any time recently, but still, if people use this online, I highly doubt it. Uh, but still, it, it would be nice to, uh to use and actually raise one of these. Cause I was raising a, um, a, what are its pre evolutions called? Swadloon and sewaddle. I did raise a Siwaddle but I didn't like, and I think I probably put it back into, uh, into the PC. It has a male, uh, male to female 50, 50 ratio, uh, in the wild. Let's see where these Pokemon can be found. All right. So, uh, Swaddle can be found in black and white, can be found in the pinwheel forest and in Black and White Two can be found in Routes 12 and 20. Let's pull up its evolution of Swadloon. Swadloon can be found in Black and White in the Pinwheel Forest, in the Lost Lorn Lost Forest, and on Route 6. And in Black and White Two, also Pinwheel Forest, Lost Lorn Forest, and Route 6. And uh, can't leave any be found in the wild. Mm, yes, it can. Can be found in black and white in the Lost Lorn, Lost Lorn Forest. That's a tongue twister, and on Route Six, uh, where it has rustling grass, and in black and white too, can be found in the Lost Lorn Forest, Route Six, Route Twelve in the rustling grass, and in the hidden grotto in the Lost Lorn Forest as well. That is something hard to say. Never actually said it out loud. But anyways, uh, when you find uh, these Pokemon in the wild, there is a 5% chance, either in black and white or black and white too, that it is holding a mental herb. So that's pretty good. Let's see what a mental herb does. A mental herb, uh, lots of information. Oh my goodness. Okay, a mental herb removes the effects of infatuation, taunt, encore, torment, disable, and cursed body. And it is consumed after use, so it is a one-use item. So that's interesting. Okay, so again, that is the Pokemon of the episode number 542, Levani. So that is just about it for the uh, Pokedex Radio podcast today. A really quick episode. I was actually surprised to how fast today's episode was. It's a lot shorter than uh, the previous episodes have been. Um, Because the last few have been like 45 minutes to an hour. If you haven't pre-ordered Pokemon X and Y yet, I don't know what you're doing. Or maybe you're just saving up some money. But you can go to pokedexradio.com dot com slash store if it's still October 10th or the 11th, um, because uh pre orders are, st- are still available at the moment. I'm looking right now, it's October 9th, and they're still the, abil- the uh, ability to pre order at the moment Pokemon X and Y. Um, you could also get the guidebook as well. I have it all at pokedexradio.com dot com slash store, and uh, like I mentioned before, I also added all of the first 15 Pokemon movies. On the store. You can just go to the section where it says Pokemon movies, really simple. And I have them ordered from the very first one to the last one. And you know, what surprised me? I had never actually taken the time to go and look up the Pokemon movies on Amazon because I would really enjoy to get the DVDs because I do have the VHS version of Pokemon. Um, I have the first Pokemon movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. I have the second Pokemon movie, um, Wow. What's the name of the second po- uh, Pokemon? The movie 2000, the third Pokemon movie, um, rise of the unknown. I don't have the fourth one, but I have the first three on VHS. Also 2.5. If you want to call it that, um, um returns. I also have that on VHS as well. I was actually, I think I've mentioned this before watching. I was watching the VHS version of, this was like two years ago, maybe even three years ago. Uh, the VHS version of uh, the the one with like Lugia and stuff like that, the second Pokemon movie, and like halfway through the movie, because it's using tape. Okay, this is like if if you're like under fifteen, you probably don't know what a VHS is. But I'm use I, I have one, and um, it's actually dual DVD VHS thing. Uh, and I was trying to watch it and like halfway through the movie, all of a sudden, like it just started like to cut out and like nothing happened. And then like my DVD player ejected on DVD, but my VHS player like ejected the tape and I was like, Oh no. So I guess, you know, over time, of course, VHS tapes go bad. DVDs, I think last, um, I think the quality of like the material in a DVD or a CD lasts, I believe like 30 years. And of course a digital copy can last practically forever. Uh, Because it's stored on, like, silicone information stuff. But anyways. So I would like to go ahead and get the original three Pokemon movies again. But I was looking at it on Amazon. And when I add it to the Amazon store, I feel super bad doing this. It's $100 for the first Pokemon movie. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I can get it. It's a collector's item. Technically. It's been, like, 15 years. 14 years. Since that movie came out in English. At least in America, whatever. I watched that movie when it was out in theaters, okay? I was like 9 years old when that movie came out. Or 8 years old, depending on what time of the year it was. That movie's $100 on Amazon. Exactly, $100. 100, 100. The second Pokemon movie, which now that I think about it, I should probably add Mewtwo Returns as well uh, to that list. But anyways, the second Pokemon movie... Uh, The Power of One. There you go. That's the title. $99.99. Also like $100. I don't even know if they they offer... I don't know if there's like shipping as well, which would be terrible if they, if they asked for shipping. The third Pokemon movie, like $49.98. The first three Pokemon movies together in a package bundle, $250. Now, I'm not expecting any of you to go ahead and buy the first three of the Pokemon movies from my Amazon affiliate store. If you can find it anywhere else for like 10 bucks, the DVD and its good quality DVD, or at least it's not like scratched or anything, go buy it there. But if you're, if you want it brand new, go ahead to my store, pokexradio.com slash store, which is terrible for me to even say to you. I'm sorry for that. But still, all of the Pokemon movies right now that are available in English with the exception of the Mewtwo Returns one um, at the current moment are available on my store. The first 15 movies. And I'm sure there's other like small like made for TV type of stuff that they did like on Kids WB back in the day. If if they did, I don't I don't even remember. It's been such a long time. But anyways, com slash store to see all the other Pokemon movies And I believe I added also some guidebooks for some of the Legend of Zelda games as well. Just stuff that I'm interested in. If you want to see anything else on the... And, okay, here you go. Here's something else. I'm sorry, I'm like going everywhere with this. The rest of the Pokemon movies, normal price. Okay, so the first three together are $250. Pokemon Forever, which I'll say is probably my least favorite out of all the movies that I've seen so far. And I haven't seen all of them. I think I've seen maybe seven of all the Pokemon movies. Pokemon Forever is my least favorite out of all of them. It was a great movie. I'm not don't get me wrong. Um, you know, seeing, you know, Professor Oak as a little kid. Um, I think Suicune was in the movie. They time travel. But Pokémon Forever was my least favorite Pokémon movie, and I think that was also the last one they played in theaters here, at least here in the US. But that movie like $4 and like 68 cents. You know, how do you go from that 100 150 to like $5? And then the rest of them are all anywhere between like 5 and $20. Like a normal DVD would be. I don't know. It blows my mind. So once the, um, once the Genesect and uh, Mewtwo movie thing comes out, I'll go ahead and I'll put that on the store as well. But it hasn't even been released in English yet here. But I'm sure by the time they put it on Cartoon Network here in the States, within a week, they'll put it out in the stores on DVD. And I might do the smart thing and actually go purchase these DVDs new, so I don't have to do the stupid thing of, you know, 15 years later watching my Pokemon VHS and it doesn't even work, which really bummed me out. But anyways, that was really long for me to tell you to just go to PokedexRadio.com store. Check out all the stuff that I got there. It's cool. Um, a lot of people have been purchasing stuff from it. I really appreciate that. Um, I do get a very small, very, very tiny little bit of commission um, from whenever somebody purchases something. But the more people buy things there, the more it helps. It does help a lot. Um, Honestly, even if I only get like 20 cents from a purchase, um, it still helps. You know, every penny counts eventually. So go ahead and check that out. Pokedexperator.com slash store. Also, don't forget the Shiny Giratina event. Um, It ends on October 20th for us here in the States. For everywhere else, it ends like on the 11th. And then for other places, it ends on the 12th. Go get it now, before it ends. It ends on the 11th in some places. So, that's like in a day. (laughs) Don't forget to get your shiny Giratina. If you're here in the States, you have like another week and a half or so. At least as of the recording of this episode. So, GameStop stores here in the States, other stores around the world, EB Games, you know, whatever other stores that they're called. Get your shiny Giratina before it's too late. That is pretty much it for the Pokedex Radio podcast today. The links are all in the show notes at pokedexradio.com slash um, 57. You can go and like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you haven't, uh, please give us a rating and a review. I love reading the reviews that are on there. I really appreciate it. One last thing that I didn't mention to you. Podcast awards. I was going to mention that at the beginning of the episode, but I forgot podcast awards. Some of you have emailed me telling me that you've nominated me for the podcast awards. I really appreciate it. I know there's other podcasts out there that are trying to also get nominated as well. And I understand that, you know, we all have, you know, our fair share, our fair chance to be nominated at least once into the podcast awards. What I'm looking to get nominated for is the gaming section and best produced. So for both gaming and best produced, I would really appreciate it if you went to podcastawards.com and nominated the Pokedex Radio podcast, which the title of the show is just Pokedex Radio, um, and then the URL is pokedexradio.com, and nominate us under gaming and under best produced. I would really appreciate it if you guys went ahead and nominated me for the podcast awards. Uh, and if you do send me an email letting me know so I can thank you personally, at least through the email, um, for nominating me. I've already had a few people telling me, Hey, I nominated you. Good luck, blah, blah, whatever. So I really, really do appreciate it. Not whatever, but I really do appreciate it. Um, that you guys are going ahead and, and, you know, doing something so kind, uh, as nominating me for the podcast awards. I know there's another Pokemon podcast as well that are trying to get in. Um, it's super effective and they are a very good show. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I've never really listened to them. I know they started back in 2011, 2010, something like that. Right? I think after I started, definitely. I know that that's when they started. Um, and they're a very good show. And I know they have a huge listener base uh, with us, with the Pokedex Radio, after I stopped for two years. And then I started up again. So lost a lot of listeners, lost a lot of traction that I had. Uh, but I want to bring that back. I think that is it for the episode today. I just want to go through a couple of emails really fast. Uh, that I've recently received and these are just spam. Okay. I got one, uh, from, I'm not going to, I'm just going to say first names here. I'm not going to go through, uh, through, through last names, obviously just to, just for your own privacy. Uh, I got an email from Jason. Jason said, I wanted to say thank you for putting out this podcast. I can only imagine how hard it can be to keep it up even when you don't feel up to it, but, it. but doing it always, but doing it anyways, because of the fans I always love to hear someone talk about something fun, something they love as much as I do. I'm going to be putting in those votes for you. Thank you very much, and keep up the awesome work. Now, thank you, Jason, for your email. I really do appreciate it. Honestly, I've gotten a lot of emails from people uh, over the past two weeks, and I really do appreciate it, because after seeing no emails for nearly two years, especially since I restarted back in March, or let's say October of last year, seeing no emails, it really kind of gets me down, but... Seeing all these emails now, it really, really gets my spirits up. You know, gets me excited to do the Pokedex Radio podcast every week. Uh, we got another one here from uh, King of the Magikarp. Was oh, this his? Oh, he sent me two emails. I forgot which one was which. Um, where is the email I was just looking at? Um, so King of the Magikarp says, "Um, oh come on, where is his email?" I'm sorry, this is like his previous email. King of the Magikarp. King of the Magikarp. King of the Magikarp. There you go. Um, hello, my name is King of the Magic Harp, and I started listening to your podcast recently. I used to play Pokemon like life depended on it, but I got out of it for a while when I turned 17. Now, four years later, I'm wanting to, go, uh, to get back into it with X and Y, but I have a topic I would like to know about. How do I transfer Pokemon from a Gen 4 to the Gen 5 and soon to Gen 6? Uh, at least if you know how for Gen 6. I love the podcast you're doing. Uh, I love the podcast you're doing great, man. So thank you, King of the Magic Carp. Um, oh man, I forgot to man. Yeah, I was gonna have like a little bit of that the episode where they're on the SSN and like there's that guy who's like you know is Magic the King of Carp, whatever how he does it. I don't know. It was really funny. I like that episode. It reminded me of that episode. Anyways, so I did email him back and I forgot my response. It's it's been a while. Um, got another inbox. On my Twitter all spam messages. All right, so. Uh, my reply back to him, so if you're also looking to figure out how to transfer Pokemon from Gen 4 to Gen 5 and then to Gen 6, now, I'm just going to read my email word for word back to him. Um, so to transfer Pokemon from Gen 4 to Gen 5, you need to have the National Pokedex in your uh, Gen 5 game, you, your Unova region game, uh, and two Nintendo DS systems, regardless if it's a 3DS. You know, b- both are, you know, one doesn't have to be... Uh, They both don't have to be 3DS, they both don't have to be regular DS, but one has to be, they both have to be some type of DS systems, so that's fine. Um, On Route 15 in the Unova region, there is a facility called the Poke Transfer Lab. Um, I'm not exactly sure how the transfer is done, since I've never done it before myself, Uh, but you are transferring your Pokemon from Gen 4 to Gen 5, and they cannot go back. In your Gen 5 game, you'll be playing a minigame to capture your transferred Pokemon, and there are limitations though. The Pokemon being transferred cannot know an HM move, which is really normal, uh, can't be holding an item, which again is normal, um, and the transfer does not work for the Spiky Eared Pichu from the event for Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Uh, for some reason, it doesn't work for uh, that little guy, but I don't know why. Uh, probably because of the coding of it, it's only available in Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Um, now, in order to transfer from Gen Five to Gen Six, I mentioned it a few episodes ago when we were talking about the new Pokemon Bank and the um, uh, the Poke Transporter. So, what I told him was, Gen Six has a new transfer system. It uses a cloud like program, and you'll only need one 3DS system and an internet connection to it. Um, it is a download for the 3DS called Poke Transporter. It will transfer your Pokemon from the Gen 5 games to the Pokemon Bank, which is considered the cloud, and figuratively, it is the PC from the Pokemon world, but in real life. I mean, technically, you are transferring your Pokemon to a PC or to a, at least a server into a computer, which is almost exactly the way they do it in Pokemon. I think this is awesome, honestly. Um, anyways, so then you can then import your banked Pokemon. Into any Gen 6 game that you own. Uh the Pokemon Bank is free for one month, and then it is a paid service afterwards, and it still has yet to be announced how much it'll cost. So um. So yeah, that was that was uh the King of the Magikarp's email. Uh and how to also transfer uh Pokemon between Gen four to Gen 5 and then Gen 5 to the upcoming Gen 6. Let's see if I got any other emails here. I got an email from Alex, and I recognized Alex because I think he's emailed me before. No, I mean before as like a couple years ago before, unless I just recognize his name from the Facebook. Don't know. Anyway, so he goes, hey, my name is Alex, huge fan, just dropping by to say I love your podcast, and that I hope you keep it up. I can't wait for Pokemon X and Y, and I'm hoping I can get your friend code so we can trade, slash battle, slash do whatever awesome new features the game will bring. I'm excited for you, for your podcast, and your nomination. I'm rooting for you, bro. Keep it up. Thank you, Alex, for your email. You know, thank you, all of you, for uh, your emails that you've been sending me. Uh, I really do enjoy hearing from you guys. If you'd like to email me, email me to feedback, F-E-E-D-B-A-C-K, B-A-C-K, at pokedexradio.com. So, again, feedback at pokedexradio.com. You email me. If you'd like to, I can read it on the show. Or if you'd like to email me like a little audio file of yourself asking me a question... Or just commenting on the show. Just keep it like 30 seconds or whatever. Um, and below. I'll play it on the show for you if you want me to. That'll be awesome. As long as you keep it clean and stuff like that. And as long as it's, you know, decent quality. I mean, it doesn't have to be like perfect quality. I'm striving for near perfect quality. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can record it on your phone and email it to me. That's fine. Um, so, yeah. So, that was pretty much it now. Now that's pretty much it. I, keep, I always say that like four times during the show and then I finally end it. I like to talk. That's the reason I do a podcast. So again, go to the podcast awards. It'd be really cool if you guys nominated me and you can only do it once. So once i once you nominate, you're good. You know, just let me know that you nominated me. I'd really appreciate, I really appreciate it. And I will like send you an email back thanking you for it. Um, a thousand times, thank you for those who are, a million times, thank you for those who are uh, nominating me for the podcast awards uh, under Gaming, and if you like as well, under Best Produced. I would like to do both, just so we can get like good odds to do either one, or even both of them. Um. So yeah, the show notes for today's episode you can get at pokedexradio.com slash 57, and um, hearing from you guys really does keep my spirits up to do the pokedex radio podcast because um i think it was like jason said it's sometimes i just don't want to do it today is one of those days i just don't want to do it i just started a new job recently and i actually okay it's like 6 30 p.m i mean 6 30 in the afternoon i go to work in like three hours and i don't get home until like four in the morning now um so it's kind of a <laughs> um and i woke up early this morning and i'm just like super tired today and then i have to go to work overnight. Um, it's a good, it's a good position though. It's i am I'm, I'm like writing and stuff like that. Um, but still it's, it's a little difficult, you know, to, to, uh, w- to stay up all day like that and to stay up all night like that. And then wake up today, I woke up like super early in the morning cause uh, my girlfriend wanted to hang out and I drove her to school and stuff like that, uh, which isn't something I'm complaining about, but it's just. I'm so tired right now, and <laughs> I really didn't want to do this. Uh, not that I don't want to record the episode, I'm just not up to it at the moment. I probably would feel a lot better recording this on a Friday, but the episode comes out on Thursdays, so it'd be good to get your guys' support, uh, not only just you know, moral support via email or uh, audio file or whatever you want to send me, uh, through the nominations as well would be really cool. Like I said, I know there are other podcasters uh, that are trying to get their podcasts nominated under obviously gaming and like best produced and stuff like that. So we're just hoping for the best. Um, We've really really only been I've really been only doing the podcast pretty strong since like March. So I'm not expecting to win at all or even expecting to be in the nominations. Um, Once they come out, I think it's November 1st. Once the once they count all the nominations and everything and say, you know, hey, these are the top 10 for each category and then voting starts, I think on November 1st. Um, but I'm really hoping to get into the nominations at least, but there are so many other gaming podcasts, especially Pokemon podcasts, uh, which usually would go under the gaming category. It's under Pokemon. So there's like, okay, us, there's Pokedex radio. I know there's, um, uh, it's super effective, which is one of the biggest ones. Now they're the new WTPT. I feel, um, uh, not that there's anything negative about that, but they're the new big Pokemon podcast. Um, there's also uh, the underground, there's Strike and radio. There's so many other, oh, there's Puckle. Uh, Puckle has been around since I think uh, probably a couple of months longer than I have, or I think maybe, I think they were around a year before I started. No, cause I started in March of 2009. They started December of 2008. Yeah. So they started just a few months before I did, um, and those guys are pretty uh, those guys are good, you know, and that, you know, F- thatch from the uh, from the Puckle podcast is he's, he's going he's in he's a graduate student now. Congratulations to that guy. Seriously. Um, and at least that's what I heard on one of the last episodes. They don't they don't record as often as I think they should. And uh, those guys, those guys are really awesome, though. I, I used to enjoy their show very thoroughly. I used to listen to all their stuff and they're funny. Um what else? There's other gaming podcasts, like the Co-Optional Podcast. I don't know if they're going for, uh, uh, for the Podcast Awards stuff. There are hundreds of podcasts going for the Podcast Awards now. And I can only hope that we get into the nominations. But being nominated by just 50 people would would be just like really awesome. Um, just knowing that I have the support of, you know, the Pokemon, uh, at least part of the Pokemon community uh, if not as many of you as I can. So I really do want to thank you for listening to today's episode. Again, I've mentioned like six times that is it for the Pokemon of the episode uh, for the, uh, for the Pokedex radio podcast today. Um, again, pokedexradio.com slash 57 for all of the, uh, that's kind of loud. Sorry. Uh, for all of the uh, links and everything for today's episode you can email me to feedback at pokedexradio.com follow me on Twitter follow the pokedex radio podcast on Twitter me is FS Austin vo that's where, that's me and also pokedex radio uh, on Twitter as well at pokedex radio or even the Facebook you can find us at facebook.com Pokedexradio. radio uh, again rating and review on iTunes would be really appreciated especially if you wrote, a review in you know, maybe a couple of sentences would be awesome and as many reviews as we can get would be much appreciated as well nominations for um the podcast awards would be absolutely amazing um but again i really do appreciate you guys coming around and uh, listening to me this week um I, what i might do is a like a special episode this weekend for the x and y games and what i'm going to do is suggested that i do i didn't read his email though was do a um kind of like a playthrough via podcast well we'll we'll see how that works but we'll talk about it maybe this weekend but if not again my name is austin letting you know to live a cat wow ah screwed up my own phrase again my name is austin letting you know to live laugh and catch them all and we'll see you guys next week This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production, copyright 2013, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com. And thank you for listening. I still can't believe I screwed up my, my live, laugh, and catch them all phrase.